Okay, so I'm recording now. Okay. 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 So we can't talk about that anymore. <laughs> All right. Hey, everyone. When this comes out, we will be really close to Christmas. So we just wanted to start by saying happy holidays to everybody. Yes. Um, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. I brought presents that I want you to open. Aww. Oh, in the room. <laughs> oh, okay. Open them. This one is really mine. It's written, like it's not like me where I have this packaged presents that I hope get to the it right spot. It has your name on it. It has my yeah. name on it. So Y'all do it that I have Merry Christmas! Oh, it's Look at that puppy! Oh my gosh! Oh, it is really cute. It's my favorite. Isn't it gorgeous? Awesome! Yes, so okay, so life with Megan. I will post pictures of um, oh, of the shirt, and if you like the shirt, you can contact Megan. I'll post her um, information, and she will gladly, after the beginning of the year, make you your shirt if you are a fan. I am a fan. Did you that? Do this or does she do this? She does that. So it's really cute. cute. Aren't they adorable? So I'm gonna take a picture of us in our shirts okay. uh, later if we can. Yes. And then we'll post it on all the social media and Elizabeth will get hers when I love she it. gets hers. This is nice. But I was excited. So there you go. Yay! Yay! Yay. Okay. Woo! Um today we're gonna be talking about self-help books. Yay! <laughs> Rebecca's favorite. Wendy is cutting her eyes back and forth, back and forth. Um, I had to go through my garage sale booklets to see what I could find. I roll. Before we get started, though, I had a listener, um, and by that I mean my best friend, send in an email about a self-help book that she liked. And so she recommended this book called It Takes Two Minutes to Shift Your Mindset and Build Resilience. And it's written by Kristen McDermott. So basically she said, like, every two pages is a skill for you to work on to build resilience or um, shift your mindset to a positive mindset. And she said she really liked the Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> she said she really liked it because it wasn't overwhelming as reading a whole book about how to fix yourself. It was, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read these two pages and then I'm going to work on that one skill. Yeah. So, thought I'd oh, like is this better? Is no, better? It's, it's even faker than the other one. <laughs> that sounds like it's right up my alley. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Did you do that for a pun? It's right up your alley because Allie's talking. Oh, oh no. I like it. I'm going to edit it where the zing comes right after the word alley. Mm -hmm. yep. All right, anyway, start with yours because I know okay. you're gearing I, to go, I, Rebecca. Can, I, I had a hard time narrowing down for this one. Um, <laughs> well, the rest of Wendy's got the, look, the well, look on Wendy's face. I have is just to laugh me because up. I'm like, I couldn't narrow down the post apocalyptic genre that I liked best. <laughs> Let me name 10, and then you're like, I couldn't figure out what self-help book is better. But anyway, go ahead. But by self-help, I don't, I don't think of it like, I don't know. I think of it more of like um, psychology kind of things. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the one I'm, I'm talking about today is called You Are the Placebo by Dr. Joe Dispenza. He talks about the power of the placebo and how it is so powerful how the you know drug companies have to set up these double blind studies because when you put a little tidbit of information in your mind it does change the way that you respond to things and his premise is that because of that we can heal ourselves that we have the power to actually physiologically change things about ourselves and so he says you are the placebo there are countless studies in here of people who have healed themselves from different things. Stuff like, let me just share, cancer, heart disease, depression, arthritis, Parkinson's, um, by they've healed themselves or made themselves better from these things by believing that they can. There's physiological proof. There's actually 
pictures in this book, I'll just show y'all while, while we're looking, of pre and post meditation. There's a meditation at the end. It's really, really long though, I have to say. It's, I, I was doing it a while back. Mm -hmm. It's not something that I personally could sustain to it. I just don't have enough time in the day to do it. But when you look at these pictures like pre and post, I mean, you can see all the scrambled Brain Let stuff. me describe what she's what she's showing. Yeah. It's it's an artist color palette of no, like a, a real grape. brain. There's a real brain. No, but it's it goes in colors. See, it goes it's it's Roy G. Biv it, in order. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like Parkinson's pictures. Anyway, I just find it very interesting and very hopeful that you even if it makes a tiny bit of difference that you can that we're not just. Um, relying on chemicals. Relying on chemicals, mm -hmm. or but I have that a we're question. not just like. Um, What's the word? Victims mm -hmm. of whatever happens to us. That we have power by, of our minds to change things. Which is super powerful. But I have a question. Has anybody, because I foresee this, has anybody come to Dr. Dispenza and said, I'm going to sue you because you told me I was going to heal myself and I haven't healed myself? I'm sure they, pro I mean, who knows? I don't know. He's Because, I mean, that. I can just see you opening yourself up to don't go get chemo right, or right. cancer mm -hmm. treatment heal yourself and i don't think he would i don't effect. think he would say don't do both and okay mm -hmm. i think he's more of a do you know but but that this is a possibility that you can do. it's interesting it's not a medical book does that Doesn't make sense suzanne yeah. summers because she talked about that a lot too she did a lot of um self-healing and herbal healing and I wonder if she did that. But if I were that doctor, I'd say, well, you did not think the right things, clearly. Because you, you didn't follow the directions. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, were must have you were bad at it. That's right. So. You were doubting, right. You you were doubting the power <laughs> of yourself. I was just curious. Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. And I think there is a lot of, it can be frustrating, too, if you think you're doing it well and then it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. You know, but I think that just to say that it's a possibility and that there are people that can do it or have done it that... If somebody can, we could all learn to tap into that. It That's seems like a very thought. powerful message mm -hmm. of like, your brain is so powerful that it can overcome those mm -hmm. awful things that that's you listed what, off. That's what I take, my takeaway from it. Mm -hmm. I have to go next because I was yelling at the children before I came in here and wasted my talking time. So I've only got a few minutes. So this story. <laughs> Cut all that out. <laughs> <laughs> they understand. They listen. They're my biggest mm -hmm. fans. All right. So. This um, is this book was did a lot for me, um, and so I kept it. It's called Battlefield of the Mind. I'm sorry, let me enunciate. I have dry mouth. Battlefield, like Pat Benatar. Love is a <laughs> battlefield of a of the mind. Sorry, not of a mind, but the mind. <laughs> winning the battle in your mind. You don't have to actually be winning the battle, but you do need to win it in your brain. It's written by Joyce Meyer. She is a she is, is the a battle life. Okay, no, it is your thoughts. Okay. So every, I'm just going to read to you the chapter title so you can get the gist of it. Now, Joyce is a minister, but her, her ministry is based on God wants you to have a happy life. Mm -hmm. So when you are worrying about something, she'll back up the scripture that says you really should not worry, and this is why. Or if you are, because, um, you know, you replay those thoughts over and over again. She's making it basically therapy of how to think outside of this because it is an ongoing thing with yourself. It's a spiritual warfare because your mind and your spirit are one. So you have to be conscious of that, of your conscious of your thinking. Everybody agrees with that. So the mind is a battlefield first, as you need to know that. And um, don't give up little by little. Be positive, mind-binding spirits. 
think about what you're thinking about. These are the way, you know, the things mm-hmm. that she says. Um, when is my mind normal? Like, ask yourself, wh- when is that? Um, she's humorous. She'll give a little anecdote of, like, a life thing, and then she'll uh, relate it back to things that make sense to everybody, and then she supports it with scripture. So it's just, you know, just linking all these things. Uh, my future is determined by my past and my present. These are things that, you know, you may or may not. I don't want the responsibility. Just little things to say to yourself, which is pretty funny. But good. Why shouldn't I be jealous? Don't be jealous. It's like, why shouldn't I be jealous? You know, because you're you're in a mood and it'll, she'll talk you out of that. So there's just different things. Well, that's to, cool. I liked it. And it was good postpartum. Um, but anyway, so she'll have... The gist is, have a happy life, but be mindful of what you're thinking because we tell ourselves things that keeps us from enjoying our present. Well, also what we think comes out in actions. Mm-hmm. So, we, you know, you have to guard your thoughts. Rebecca did this um, therapy with my class yesterday and me. Aww. It lasted, you know, 24 hours. <laughs> but she said that, okay, so you're, what is it? The, do the past, present, and future thing that you said. Well, I talked about when you worry about, when you worry about the future, it causes anxiety. When you dwell on things that happened in the past, it causes sadness and depression. And the only time that you can really have, like, peace is when you're in the present. And then we get in this trap of worrying about what's going to happen because, oh, then you sink back down to the past because it happened before, so it must, it's going to happen again. I failed that test last week. I know I'm going to fail this test this week. And you just get in this, like, never-ending pattern and you're stuck. And you have to get into... Like get out of your thoughts and get into just your just your mindfulness that mindfulness mm-hmm. spot, and um, I think that's yeah. So she important. said that when she when people are happy and peaceful is when they're focused on the present, which is true. Because this morning, um, I can't remember. I was getting ready and the boys were asking me something, and I was like, I'm filling my coffee. <laughs> I'm smelling my coffee. The warmth ah, of the mug. The I have a home. Out. Yes, it was great. Oh, I'm lost my spot. She, she was talking about. She's so funny. She's talking about being mad. She spent her whole morning, Sunday mornings, angry because she spent half the day at church and then she's cleaning house. And so Dave is just chilling on the couch and she's like doing the vacuum really loud. And she's like, I'm trying to get his attention, let him know that I'm miserable. And the whole time he's just chill all day. So Dave always for years was just, just, it is what it is. Don't worry about it. And she's like, I'm angry because I have all this to do. But she talked about why not just enjoy your life. She's very funny. Mm-hmm. I think I'd like that. Mm-hmm. She also has a YouTube um, where she'll hit each thing. And I used to enjoy that in the mornings when I came in. Now I've watched them all. You can rewatch. Mm-hmm. I know. And still learn. There's so much to watch still. I mean, that's <laughs> a good point. I got it in. Yay. Yay. Mm-hmm. I don't read a lot of self-help. I don't read a lot of nonfiction, truth be told. But I did read, I have read Good Morning, Good Night by um, Lin-Manuel Miranda. And it. I chose it as self-help because it is affirmations that he wrote. They actually came from his Twitter feed. He was making them on his Twitter feed. And every morning he would write one, like a positive affirmation for people to take out and for himself and the people who follow him. And then at night... Sometimes they related back to the morning one, or it was just like, good night, think about all the wonderful things you did today. And so he took the best ones that he had and he put it in a book. And it was illustrated by um, Johnny Sun. And so it's a cute little book, and it was nice and positive and uplifting. I think that's so cool because it is a Twitter feed, so I feel Mm -hmm. like that brings in the the younger crowd. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's very... Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so, I mean, you could look at his Twitter feed, but you have to dig through all of them because he tweets, like, a hundred times a day. So, with the book, you can get um, more, it's more focused, and it's it was just really good. I read it all, like, in one setting, but it would have been nice had I just read, like, one at a time, like, in the morning and at mm -hmm. night for several days at a time. But I borrowed it from the library, and it was due back. So, I read it all it's in a, a day. a pressure there. And um, Twitter... I try to tweet things, and I don't do it right. I have, tweet a lot of cute stuff. No one sees it because I don't understand hashtag anything words. Hashtag anything. All right, I'll find you and follow you, and then I will see it. I see Me it. Me too. The cat. Do you really? Mm -hmm. uh, on Twitter. I yes. I tweeted the cat. Oh, God, is there any pictures of me in the bathtub? No. <laughs> That's what I'm at when, I, when I'm tweeting. So. No, the cat is chasing. No toes. Okay, thank There's God. There's something with the cat on Twitter. I follow you, I follow you, but also, sorry, I'm booked follows you. Okay, neat. Okay, totally off subject. <laughs> but your cat and it playing with the little fish video, so I, I try to pull that up on the tablet at home for the cat. Not at all interested in the fish. Found one with a cockroach. Mm -hmm. And the cat tried to attack the tablet. <laughs> it was like pawing all over I still haven't done that yet. It's Hopefully she likes it. Okay, Kim, tell us about yours. Oh, welcome back, Kim. We're glad you're back this week. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So mine is keep your brain alive. We all want to keep our brain alive, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's 83 neurobic exercises to help prevent memory loss and increase mental fitness. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Rebecca's ears burnt up. The rest of us are like, get us out of here. It's, <laughs> it's by Lawrence Kratz, who's a PhD, and Manning Rubin. So, neurobics is a new science of brain exercises. And it's, you know, they start out with, you know, all of us as we reach our 40s and 50s, and sometimes in our 30s, you know, you'll get to that Long point where you're way. trying to remember something. Like, I took my sea cadets to go see Midway, and I'm hitting my daughter. Ooh, that's. That's, that's, she's like, yeah. And I had to ask her, but what's his name? Because I, I can see him in the movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I can see his face. I can see everything he does. I can see him in the book. But I can't remember his name. And P.S. It was Cato from Hunger Games. But. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> right? That's huge. No kidding. But I could not recall his name. And really. Some, why was he there? Like, what? He was he's throwing up the timeout. Yeah. <laughs> she is. He, he is one of the officers in the beginning of Midway. Oh, okay. Totally I'm sorry. Crazy. You weren't, like, walking on the Midway. No. Like, oh, oh, there's no. Kato. Because no. that's where I was. Like, we're doing a tour. Gotcha. Got it. No, this is a movie. <laughs> that would be even more. Mm -hmm. I know. I was awesome. excited. But anyhow. So these aerobic exercises are just simple little things you can do while you're driving or... There's now I'm throwing up the timeout. Because a minute ago you were like, it's saying close your eyes and do this. If you do that while you're driving, you are in trouble. Don't. Don't close your eyes while driving. <laughs> okay, Ever. so... You the, weren't in here for that. The <laughs> driving one is more of a tactile thing. Like, have several different steering wheel covers, so it's a different texture it's in each one. And it makes mm -hmm. your brain work in a different way. Wear gloves while you're driving because you can't feel the steering wheel. Your brain has to say, okay, I have to do this to do that. Or can you imagine changing your radio station now when most of them are touchscreen if you have gloves on that aren't touchscreen? You would just have to figure out different ways to do it so it, it reroutes your brain and exercises in another part of it. It's all about the hippocampus. Yeah. Yes. I guess that's what you oh, say. Excuse it. you. Mm -hmm. But the hippocampus. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a, a lot of things. Like in the morning... 
when you get out to the car, close your eyes. Get your keys out. Unlock your car with your with your eyes closed. Don't do that. Get in. <laughs> buckle your seatbelt. Start the car. Do all of this with your eyes closed it just because different it's different neurological <laughs> pathways. It does. You're gonna get robbed. But the whole thing is like that. And little Not exercises. Maybe attack. Think of when you walk into the grocery store and you smell that bread baking. Everything that that brings to you, just that smell. You can reprogram all of that just by smelling something different. Mm -hmm. They talk about keeping little canisters with different smells in it. And when you do this, smell this smell. And when you do that, smell that smell. Yeah. So I could get something really, really stinky so that when I eat, make poor food choices, I could, like I said, sniff and fish over there. I don't want to eat that. It's going to make me have to smell Okay. Speaking of smells, okay. First of all, one thing, have y'all ordered clothing from Amazon and yes. just gotten it? Why do they all smell of fish? Have you noticed it's that petroleum. if it's a dark color? It's probably petroleum. Holy smokes. I have been soaking it. Rod's like, what is this? Why is there one garment in the wash? So I'm like, <laughs> I'm putting vinegar on it and some, don't touch it. I didn't know if that was just me because everything to me. Or, and also, I can't, I've lived in Covington 20 years. I, I can't find my way around the square still. Like, I'm like, wait, is it this way or that way? Like, I can't, the boys think I have um, Alzheimer's, but I really just don't know where I'm going ever. And I'm so grateful to Siri that tells me mm-hmm. where to go. But do y'all have a trouble, like, you've been here, but you just don't pay attention to where you're going, so you don't really know how. Like, I can no. get to Fickwick great. I'm the opposite. I always go, I've always gone 10 different dr- ways to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. So that I, use I try to figure everything. out. I try to figure out every way I can go. No, I will ask Siri how to go. And I just like the Library of Congress. Detecting a theme here. I'm just telling you, people find me and help me. It's great. I want to make sure that I talk about mine when you're in here because I feel like you're the only one that's going to appreciate my book because y'all self-help books are like actually self-help books. And mine is um, Stay Sexy and Don't Get Murdered Mm -hmm. by Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hartstark. And they are the hosts of a podcast called My Favorite Murder. They wrote a book and it's called The Ultimate How-To Guide or How-To Survival Guide or something like that. These are some of the titles of the... um, I can't actually say the titles because they use a lot of profanity. So if there's anybody out there that's underage, don't listen to that podcast. Uh, Parents... Do not let your kids listen to that podcast. But parents, if you like true crime, you should listen to it. But one of them is like, forget politeness, but they don't say forget. Um, (laughs) Stay out of the forest, buy your own stuff. They don't say stuff. You're in a cult, call your dad. So basically what they do is they each tell stories about how they stayed sexy and didn't get murdered in certain situations in their life. Like they were approached by, you know, people that were in a cult, and so they say, oh my god, you're in a cult, call your dad, get out of it, you know. It's a really good book. I'm describing it terribly, <laughs> because I know you guys exciting. are not going to love it. It sounds interesting. I actually bought it on okay. Kindle. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. The audiobook is so good, because they tell it, and I'm already, like, best friends with them, because I listen to their podcast. So you could totally save this one for the audiobook. Week. Well, I have a different one. This is the <laughs> The reason I picked this one is because this is the only self-help book I've ever read. I don't read self-help. Um, so this is my only option for today. <laughs> so the audiobook is really good. They read their own stories, and then Karen loves Paul Giamatti. And so Paul Giamatti shows up, and he does, like, a little cameo of the uh, audiobook read. You mm. should really listen Everybody to it. Everybody look That's up fine. Paul Giamatti at this time on your phone, if you're not in the car, though. 
Don't do do it in the car. Mm -hmm. But it's all about, you know, like how to stay safe. And one of the things, the forget politeness, they talk about that we've gotten to a culture where we just stay quiet to be polite or we don't stand up for ourselves. So like if somebody's, you know, weirding you out, if somebody's being creepy, Mm -hmm. it's okay to turn around and just be like, you're creeping me out and I'm going to need you to take 10 steps back. It's okay to do that, you know, and they, they talk about standing up for yourself in that way, you know, because I am that person where I'm like, like, I try to be polite. I don't speak. My, somebody was talking, okay, in Chick-fil-A, this man was talking to Bowie, my daughter, and she's one. And he kept getting closer and closer. And when I think back on it, I should have said, sir, you're too close. I need you to take a step back. She doesn't like this. But instead, I just, like, I kept moving, and I'd, like, you know, like, back at him Mm -hmm. and, like, engaging Mm -hmm. in this conversation that I should not have, I should have made it very clear I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's what their whole thing is about. It's just, like, keeping yourself safe, and and it's okay to, it's okay to tell somebody to back off, and Mm -hmm. it's okay to, if you were in a cult, you know, if you were in a cult-like situation, it's okay to be like, whoa, that was weird, and then get out, like, Mm -hmm. run away. Don't yes. hang out for yeah. the Jim Jones. Uh, I'm of it. often put in uncomfortable situations on a daily basis in my profession. Sure. <laughs> right. You know what? There's a book that mm-hmm. it's not it's it's about to come out, but it's called um, "Have the Courage to Be Disliked." Mm-hmm. It's an Adlerian book. But have, I, that, I, that was that is that. so. Yeah. I need a shirt that says yes. that. Because you know we have, have to make people. It's our customer service. We I have know, to be Disney right. princess. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Except mm-hmm. when it's not, and then they're like, oh, she's just in a mood. They look at me like I'm crazy, and then it makes me laugh. And well, then, then everything like, is just I know. Fine. I'm like, sorry. What were you saying, Elizabeth? Oh, I was going to ask you, Allie, if you're like me, I don't read a lot of self-help books, mm-hmm. but I read a lot of articles. I listen to a yeah, lot of podcasts. I, yes. lis- I, I mean, I, I do, could go on for days about podcasts with I self-help. do stuff with self-help. It's just that I'm not reading books. Something about funny. a nonfiction book just really... Like is not for me. It's not. It's not for me. But I've read more. I've read more memoirs. Mm-hmm. I've read more um, biographies. Yes, and so yes, I've yes. found some more that I did like. But as far as like the self help genre, I'm not really into it. But I have read articles. I know all about mindfulness. I'll read articles. Right. I'll follow your Twitter feed. Mm. All your podcasts you listen to are nonfiction. Yeah. You yeah. just don't like to read nonfiction. Oh, this is yeah. 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 But yeah, I, I do, do the same read, thing. Like, I research true crime stories. Yeah. That stuff I'll read all day, every day. I research mm-hmm. a lot of how to teach it's something, kind of, but it's mm-hmm. it's on. Oh, see, I don't read that either. I mean, but TED Talks <laughs> or mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. like that—that's where I get a lot of my self-help from. It's not necessarily from reading books, and I just thought, you know, that there—it's out there in different formats. Yeah. For different people. I do read a lot of true crime, which I guess is nonfiction. Mm-hmm. But self-help. Can I take that as self-help of, like, this is how I won't get murdered? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. then there we I mean, go. I read it. Well, when we found out that self-help was one of the topics, I apologize. several of us freaked out. <laughs> well, at least two of us freaked out because it's well, just not my, something we read. Yeah, this well, is my it's only not option. A, Wendy's going to yeah, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, the book is, is really, really good. Stay sexy, don't get murdered. It's great. Can I say something about this little book right here? Yes, please I have do. another one. It makes me think about our listener who wrote in, your mm-hmm. friend. Um, Her name is Amanda, by the Amanda, way. Amanda, hi, Amanda. Thank you for sharing that because I, this is another little short snippet book you could read as much or as little as you wanted to. It's called Happiness the Mindful Way. 
went to the Adlerian Psychology Conference back in September, and this was one of the um, breakout sessions. She had done a lot with this about mindfulness, and it's just the oh, cutest. Oh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful book, and every lesson is like two pages, so that it's like the diagram page and then the little small description part. And I thoroughly enjoy it. And some days I'll read three or four, and some days I'll just read one. I would recommend this. It's good. Sounds great. Thanks. I should look into that. With you little snippets. With little snippets. It's not a big, big <laughs> long book. I like little snippets. I like looking at it. It has um, lots of graphics on the page, which makes me happy. And glossy pages. Oh, I like, I like a graphic. Lots See, that graphics. seems like articles to me, which I feel like I could well, it is, tackle that. It reads like an article. A lot of it does. Yeah. A whole self-help book seems overwhelming and daunting, and mm -hmm. I just don't think I can make it through, but that seems appealing. It is. It's, it's good. It's really pretty. It's really good. Awesome. Anything else? No. Are we feeling better about ourselves now? Um, we are. No, I feel still bad about myself for <laughs> not liking self-help. I didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't mind mine by any means, and I think it's simple things that I could do, but it's like you said, it's not sitting down and reading a novel. She's on, pointing on, at Rebecca's on novel. How to Fix something. Yeah. <laughs> I love a novel because a novel just flows, even if you have to get used to how the book flows, because some books start at the end and you go back to the beginning, or some of them go throughout time, and some of them have different characters. Now, I don't love a novel that doesn't have a flow. If it's like five stories just thrown into one book, and I can't figure out what the theme nope. was. No. No. Nope. Right. I do have to say, now that you were just talking, that I have listened to The Female Brain and The Male mm -hmm. Brain. See? Um, but I listened to them. I did not read them. Mm -hmm. But because I have a son and a daughter, I thought, as, interesting. as they're growing up, I'd like to know the Develop. developmental stages that they're going to go through. It's really good. Mm -hmm. um, I've listened to both, and now I know how bad the teenage years are going to be. <laughs> and biology of belief is Congratulations. <laughs> Got one of each. We'll sit back and watch. Uh, thank you very much. No, I'm going to be like, please help me. That's where I am. <laughs> yeah. You got good babies, though. Okay, well, that was self-help. I hope you feel helped. <laughs> Happy uh, Christmas. I mean, are we there? Are we? Yes, yeah, it'll be a couple of days before, so the 20th, okay. 21st, something like that. Cool. So, yeah, happy Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate. Happy holidays. I hope you have fun with your family and are not at work. Mm -hmm. um, Definitely. So that'll be great. If you want to get in on the next one, we are going to be talking about mystery. No, audiobooks. I'll fix that. We're going to be talking about <laughs> audiobooks next week. Uh, so if you have audiobooks that you really enjoyed, let us know. Um, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or you can email us at sorryimbooked at gmail.com. Give us a review, rate us, help us grow in the charts and stuff. Tell your friends. Thanks. Bye. 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 Jinx.